What's up, guys? And welcome back to Broccoli Soup Cafe. And today's guest, we have Chris Omar What's of Brooklyn College. Woo! Brooklyn College. I don't know if they want they want me associated, but we'll see. Oh, <laughs> yo, we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, man, like 2019 has been a crazy year for you. But let's start from the very recent one, the freshest thing in your in your uh, you know, career, which is like your thesis film. My Cause, yeah, because you made you, yeah you made two. One was a doc, which was it's weird because docs don't usually get picked like in the festivals. Yeah, but yours just made the whole impact and just like just got recognized. But let's talk about that later because that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's a Shambles. whole other conversation. Yeah, but um, yeah, you shot a thesis and it's called Young Young, Young Kanye. Kanye. Young Kanye. And it's uh, a true story. Was it? It's is a documentary. It really? it, it's a, it's like a it's like a. Nah, you it's not that. a mockumentary, but it's a, it's based on true events. Like I wrote that script from the heart. Like that's mo- a lot of that stuff happened from you or Young Kanye. Young, no, I wasn't Young Kanye. I oh. was the other guy. <laughs> um, young Kanye was a roommate I had. Oh, at that's the his residence name. hall. He he was. Some, I thought you were actually like. No, no, no. This is about not. This is nothing to do with Kanye. This is just about the idea of oh, worshiping okay. celebrities and putting them on this pedestal oh, when they're smart. doing messed up stuff yeah and i had a roommate in 2016 he was some kid from connecticut he yeah. was white yeah um and he was an aspiring producer and his oh. producer name was young kanye and oh, okay i'm i was cool i was a big kanye fan at the time like we had the same music interests and kanye was cool back then oh kanye kanye's always gonna be super talented yeah it's just you it's know what he does is like a bozo yeah. he's an idiot and this kid was weirdly obsessed with Kanye like on another level like you know we all have we are all, all fans of someone yeah, yeah, we all yeah. are inspired by someone yeah. but he was obsessed to the point where it was hard to live with him like oh God. this kid he had the ego of Kanye mm. West and the talent didn't match <laughs> so the worst. he was always like you know banging on his drum pad in the dorm room yeah, at like 10 yeah, o'clock yeah. at night oh, no God. headphones on it was yeah funny to me actually it was kind yeah, of, yeah, it was yeah. Hilarious. it's like this is the residence hall you know yeah. it's just the life and dorming um yeah eventually um he moved out and i mean it was just a really funny situation yeah. i thought i should write a comedy about it so what was the was the comedy about like from real life like that your your film was based on like an incident that happened there's some hyperbole and there's some incidents that happen in the film that i wrote in that are inspired by other people in the residence hall yeah 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 and I mean, there's one scene where it didn't happen. I mean, it could have. Who knows? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I feel you. It's funny. I well, mean, a lot of that stuff did happen. And oh, I look back crazy. at old text messages and actually the way he talks and stuff in the film. I didn't even look back for research. It just I wrote it yeah, how I remembered, yeah, yeah. and it was it's That's accurate. Crazy. So you shot it in the residence hall, or no? Hell no. Can't do okay, that. Okay. Yeah. No. Yes. That that, that bridge was burned. Yeah. But, um, I rented out an Airbnb over the weekend in Bedstock. Because it looks like the residence hall with a bunk bed and everything. I was like, bro, what? I, I was that was my biggest concern was finding somewhere with a bunk bed. Oh, really? And that's funny. The Airbnb had it, and I was like, I need this. So I reached yeah, out yeah, to the yeah. guy, and I was like, Hey, yeah, shooting a student film. Yeah, yeah. I need this place, and he was mad cool. Shout yeah. out to Andrew and Vanessa. Woo, Andrew Vanessa. Yeah, and um, but how was that experience? Like this was shooting? your first. Um, I mean, you've been to a lot of sets because you you work with me and Lucy on a lot of sets. Mm-hmm. But as a director on a thesis film, that you're you know because because the doc is different because Way it's different. it's just you most of the time and maybe another person. Yeah, and you know it's not like a 
I was one man band. The the documentary was like one man band. Yeah, I did the audio and yeah. the shooting on a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a twelve hour day where there was like you know it's maybe like a five hour gap and then maybe exactly. that's it. But like, how is that different from like? How did you feel? I haven't directed since Professor Khan's class yeah. two years ago, and we were you know we were the crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was refreshing because I always loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a great crew. So, yeah. like, everyone was just, like, on point. Luckily, like, I've always been able to surround myself with, like, yeah. you know, professional people. that people, push So, you. it's awesome. Hell, yeah. But um, it was refreshing because I was, like, I was, I've been leaning towards Doc recently, being so absorbed with that yeah. and the internship I'm at. But, um, yeah, it was cool. And having, like, 15 other people that were just in the zone and yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. was doing their thing yeah. was amazing. What was the most stressful part? You don't have to go into details. Pre-production. Just, yeah. That was really... I mean, that's that's the best part. You stress during pre-production, so yeah, the production's yeah. smooth. Facts. So, I mean... Was it like location? Because finding location's location is always, always an iffy, because most people just settle in for the last one's like, all right, we'll just take it on yeah. the last week. I was thinking about building in 206 at yeah. Brooklyn College, and then I'm just stressed because oh, I, yeah. I hate building. I hate building. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I don't know where I'm going to do it. And I just did some really, like, hardcore research on Airbnb. Yeah. And I found the bunk bed, and I just booked it. Yeah. I went to check it out. He was nice enough to let me check in with when there was a gap where the cleaning lady was there. Oh, okay. So the cleaning lady yeah. let me in, checked it out. I took some photos. That's dope. That's dope. So uh, when you... So during the, the shoot, was there any, like, obstacles that was, like... So <laughs> the night before I loaded in, so Wednesday night... Uh, I have like a pro crew, like my like department heads, all of them are majority pro. Like, I mean, yeah. I had a couple Brooklyn College kids, but my DP, the producer and the sound guy were all yeah. guys I work with on the title shoots, yeah, like yeah, corporate yeah. stuff. And shout out to my guy, Mike Urban. He um, got a gig with CBS the, the, day, the day before oh, for no. Friday morning, yeah. the day of my shoot. And he's like, bro, I can't, I can't turn down this rate. It's only yeah, a three yeah. hour shoot. I'll be right there as soon as it's done. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I totally understand. Cause I mean, I just have that producer in mind where yeah, yeah, yeah. expect go, unexpected. Yeah. Riley yeah. drills that into your head. Like, don't assume anything. Yeah. So I spoke to Sarah, my AD. We flipped our day. So like originally we had a plan that we were gonna shoot the dialogue scene first. Yeah. And then shoot this miss the MOS stuff after. So we yeah, just flipped yeah, yeah. the day. We got all the MOS stuff done, and then we had lunch. And unfortunately, Mike got held up at set a little bit longer. So we had a three-hour break. Oh. So Mike Mike comes over from Soho, gets into bed style. He's the actor or? The sound guy. Oh. So, yeah. I just didn't, because we had different mics yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to, like, sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, I just trust him, you know what I mean? The sound's the most important thing. Of course, yeah. So he got here. He laved up the actors in five minutes. Damn. Started rolling. Bro, dude. Bro, we finished at 6.30 on time. God. 12-hour day? Mm, call time was 7 a.m. and then we wrapped at 6 30 so that was an 11 and a half hour day damn then the next day that's, that's a 10 hour because lunch doesn't count in a true hour day. okay so so even oh damn. yeah so you guys were fresh the next day very so then we're like i was talking to everyone i was like yo we don't even need a 7 a.m call time so we yeah. made it a 9 a.m call time yeah we wrapped at 3 30 the next day god damn and then the next day came in at 7 a.m because i was at school yeah and we wrapped at three yeah Damn. Yeah, it was smooth. Damn. Smooth. But um, yeah, don't if if you're on if someone's on set, never trust that. Oh, it should be done at three a.m. I mean three hours because that never happens. Bro. Oh, never. No. It's like on on um on most sets like union sets. It's like all right, eight twelve hour day. 
It's 14. Oh, Just yeah. expect like super long ones. But um, I mean, he's super professional. So like he, I, I guess he like had an insight of what he was going to do on there. And then when he came back, he just literally. He has a great chemistry with the DP, Josh. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, they, they knew each other? Yeah, that's how I know oh, everyone. Yeah, jo- yeah. I know Josh through Jose's thesis yeah, from yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. And then working these gigs with Josh, I yeah. met Jacob, who's the producer. Oh, wow. And then I met Mike. Yeah, He's yeah, the sound yeah. guy and all the title stuff, too. Yeah. So, you know. So in, in this career, in your film school, what do you think your passion is going to lead into your career? Pissing people off. <laughs> for sure. So like a director. You want to oh, do you yeah. want to direct? I want to direct and, and produce. Pr- produce? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because a, a lot of people in our school, like, they kind of hate directing. In a way. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah? Like, I mean, documentary and narrative are two different beasts. Yeah, because... dealing with actors, that's hilarious. Yeah? It's How comedy. was that experience? I really... Because you've dealt with actors before. Oh, but yeah. this is your thesis. You had, like, rehearsals and stuff. Learn. Thank God for directing the oh, class. because Yeah, shout out to Khan, because the way we learned how to audition actors yeah. and, you know, the trials and tribulations through dealing with actors we did working there, they were lovely. Yeah. But I knew auditions are important and you need, like, it's a make or break for the film. Yeah. Auditions or rehearsals? I mean, rehearsals, sorry. <laughs> I mean, auditions too. You know, like, it's always good to you meet know, a you person. Know, you can't get find an actor. If yeah, you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have to audition first, then a co- I had two rehearsals. Yeah. And that was super helpful. I mean, yeah. I became good friends with these guys. Um, yeah. Anthony and Marquise. Did you my cast leads. them based on their personality or did you have to mold them towards it a little bit? Um, For Jermaine's character, um, I don't know if I want to be obvious about it, but I mean, he's he resembles someone, uh, okay, a celebrity. Yeah. So I kind of like had to write that into the description. Like, you you need to be able to rap, and okay. you need to you know yeah be light skinned and have dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super important to me. Yeah. And with young Kanye, I just needed a white dude, and I just typed in like, "Yo, this guy's obsessed with Kanye West." So in your self tape, yeah, 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 go all out in this kid. <laughs> Oh, you Anthony. did self tapes? Yeah, and, yeah. That's that's how I that's how I weed them out first. I was okay. on self tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anthony was great because I had his a rant scene where he's on Instagram because Kanye did that. Yeah. To Drake. And <laughs> this kid had Yeezys on his feet and he's walking down the sidewalk and he starts on that and it goes up and his eyes is bulging out of his head when yeah. he's talking. It was perfect. I'm like, <laughs> I want to meet with this guy and I met him. Yeah. He's awesome. He quit his job on Wall Street to start acting. And wow, that's nonstop. crazy. He's great. He's super dedicated. Damn, like that's a lot of money he sacrificed. Yeah. He said he said he didn't care about the money because yeah. it was just more yeah. about, about his dreams, you know? I mean, it's it's hard for us as filmmakers because money kind of makes our stuff come true in a way. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like with with his with his path, it's it almost makes sense with the passion. But like with us filmmakers, sometimes we say that, but like we're we're starving sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and like we need to get the rate. That's why like a lot of producers out there, you got to know that we're surviving out here. We're 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 doing this because this is our living. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess you've had experience with that with like, because you do music videos for other people, right? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because you've had you've learned from it. I learned so much. From it. <laughs> In the business wise, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, what did you learn most about it? Because we'll we'll get into your music video career mm-hmm. uh, later. But yeah, from from that aspect, what did you from learn from dealing with like money? Yeah, money. You have to know your business. worth. You have yeah. to know your worth for sure. Like, and that's something my mom and 
all of like you know my close friends will tell me like, yeah you need to know your own value yeah 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 and know your own worth like don't yeah. undercut yourself don't undercut other people yeah like you know set your rate if you know you're talented yeah. with something charged accordingly yeah but how do you how do you like deal with talking to people in a way that like because you know that sometimes they can influence you in a way it's like oh man oh, you know yeah. like like how what would you advise to other people that get easily i mean i feel like at that point they can't avoid it but like how do you deal with those people who just keep pushing you and like oh you, you know you want to go low you can't you know i get hundreds of dms saying how much do you charge and I'm yeah like, it's not that simple What's your idea? What's yeah, your concept? Because yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. if you want to do a bank robbery scene, you're not getting that out of me for five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna have to do a lot of work with pre-production yeah. and making all that happen. Yeah. Um. Because I remember, um, you told me you made like you revised your your contract oh. <laughs> like hella bulletproof, bro. Yeah, it's cutthroat now. <laughs> I mean, that's over three years of directing music videos because. You know, like you'll you'll work on a cut and stuff and show the artist and then the artist will love it. They'll yeah. say they'll love it at least. And then by the time it's to pay the, the payment, yeah, they go ghost. And they end up not liking it all of a sudden, which oh, you know wow. is BS. So I got go with it and now my contract is like I want twenty five percent up front. Yeah. I want sixty percent the day before I shoot. So before I even get in the car. Yeah, I want eighty five percent basically. Yeah, yeah. And then the remaining fifteen percent, and then travel expenses will be due when the wow. cut's finished. And it works. I mean, people. How usually did you don't find that? It. How did you find that formula? Was it from like a? I spoke to my dad. My dad owned a mortgage company and stuff. And oh man, yes, that like business mind. Yeah, I, I yeah, guess yeah. I kind of have that. Always. I mean, you need to as as a for sure as a you know freelancer, like a self freelancer. Mm-hmm. You are the business. Yeah, your talent is the business. So like making it cutthroat. Like for me, like when I used to rent people my gear, like I only trusted close friends because like yeah. even with like kit split and, and all those websites there's always a chance that people are going to take your stuff there's no protection yeah there's literally no protection it's it's more just like like close friends that i do it and sometimes i don't do it anymore if they you know to like random people but yeah know your worth but um so yeah you you i knew you and you're already doing music video right. so when when did that start and how did you get into the music video I love hip-hop and rap. I've been listening to that since I was in middle school. Um, So I think I got into videos right ninth grade. Wow. That's early. Freshman freshman in high school. Basic video production in high school. Shout out to Mr. Truitt and Mrs. Bailey. Um, was it was it um because i remember in in middle school you had to pick your courses for exactly high in eighth grade. was that was at that time you're like mm-hmm. you know what maybe i'll try it or was it like i was in the paintball in middle school yeah and paintball actually is a huge like media culture and yeah the videos and the edits they do are sick and yeah, at the time yeah, yeah. i love that and i was like i want to learn that oh you're you didn't see the content you saw how it was made like they were shooting on like they were shooting paintball tournaments on reds what yeah yeah there's this like Back this hk then? army so it's like this like group, I mean, this is like some nerdy yeah, paintball yeah. stuff, but uh, HK Army is like some like collective like media brand in paintball. Yeah. They're based in Hollywood. Yeah. And like their guy, Cassidy Sanders, yeah. shot in a red and he'd shoot all the, the major pro that tournaments. Was, that and, was like, probably the red one, bro. <laughs> that was the first. It might have been. I think he went on to like the epic. It was the red epic okay. at that time. Okay. Yeah. So he was shooting on that and I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And my friend Zach actually... He, he he always grew up on cameras and stuff, so he'd bring his camera to the practices and yeah, we would play, yeah, yeah. and he would never let me have the footage. And I'm like, this kid is a hater. He just doesn't <laughs> want me to succeed. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it myself. And then I, I eventually ditched paintball for video. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started ninth grade and then went on and on. And then by 10th grade, I was making like a joke mixtape with my friends and I'd yeah. shoot the music videos for it. Oh, that's when so it started. So I was kind of like building my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I started meeting like the actual hip hop artist yeah. in Monroe where I'm from. Yeah. And um, I started there and I like charged like $50 for two music videos. Like in that's crazy. That, in my junior year. Fifty. No, I mean, but he's just starting. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, it was like 50 bucks was nothing now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I mean, at the time, it gave me an opportunity to work with someone who's a professional. Like, yeah. who's, he's still getting on his crash. It's uh, Carl. He actually did sound design on a couple of our directing projects. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, no, he's a sound engineer. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We still are in contact yeah. and do videos today. Because yeah. I remember you moved up a lot in the music uh, vi- video, like, kind of realm. Because I remember... I you you went to LA, yeah in March. F- was it for a music video? Yeah, from um, my friend ninety four Jew. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I was just we went to. He's like, "Yo, we're going to LA." I was like, "All right." And so then, now, if if you guys are curious, Chris Visuals, Co Visuals, Co Visuals at Gmail, Chris Omar Visuals at Gmail dot com. There we email. go. Yeah, yeah. Co Visuals, Co dash Visuals dot com is my website. That's my yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. So all of this is going to be on the uh, on the links below. So like, check it out. This guy is the real deal. If you want like music video hookups, he'll have he'll have your you have the reel on your website, right? Yeah, I have all my work on my website. Super professional, as you could tell. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean he he surrounds himself with good people. So like for sure, you know, have a good have a good rate. <laughs> yeah, front. yeah, talk nice. Yeah. Um, and okay, let's move on to the doc. Oh boy! I mean, I, do I don't want to get that? too political about it we'll because get political. We'll just talk facts. Bruh. Oh, there we go. Sip the coffee. Let's go. It's not that hot anymore, but so um, how did you how did you find the idea of your doc? Oh, man. All right, so I was at the dorm. So Me both too. of my thesis. We still... we can talk about the experience of the dorm because I was yeah. there. You yeah, firsthand. I mean, um. Both of my thesis films are inspired by events at the residence yeah. hall, so this place is amazing, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the residence hall of Brooklyn College. It's two blocks over from Brooklyn College. Yeah. Um, one Kenilworth? One Kenilworth place. Yeah. It's still there? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still, still there. there. I mean, it's, you know, in shambles. Yeah. Struggling. Courtesy of me. Hell yeah. I'll take some credit. Hell yeah. Um, So I was at the dorm and dealing with it, I was... On top of the whole roommate situation, I had a broken refrigerator, so I got yeah. food poisoning. I had Holy mold, crap. mildew. There was pubic hair in the drawers upon moving. It was disgusting. Oh. Like, it was nasty. Yeah, and the stove was just like like a plug-in thing that the d- hot didn't look yeah. too, like, reliable. Like So, like, just think about it. Like, this is my... Fr- I'm from the suburbs in Orange yeah. County, and my mom is dropping me in Brooklyn, New York Yeah, to live alone. I know. And she was a nervous wreck, and it was... She hated it when she saw it. She, yeah, she was very upset, and we were, like, stepping on the residence hall's toes since then. Yeah. Upon moving day, we were screaming at them. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, um, basically, it wasn't really getting any better yeah. throughout the whole year, so I made a video on my iPhone, just showing them bold and stuff, interviewed yeah. some people, put it on YouTube. And I think now it has like 7,000 views. Holy I mean, crap. It's not crazy, but I mean, Brooklyn College yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, Everyone yeah. at Brooklyn College saw it for sure. And um, uh, they were not happy about it. The residence hall. They, they took off the video? or uh, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. um, they were 
reaching out to me like, hey, blah, blah. Where they were trying to like... They're like trying to sweet talk me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they called my mom first and they're based in Tel Aviv, Israel, actually. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they called my mom from a like a, a global, like a collect yeah, call yeah, number, yeah. a global number. She's like, why are you calling me? Call him. Yeah. You still have a security deposit. It was $400. They, yeah, still have, yeah, they yeah. never give that back. So he called me. I was actually in sound class. So I had sound equipment with me and I started recording the call. That's dope. Yeah, it was cool. I felt like I was in spotlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, this this video is really not good for our business, blah, yeah. blah. We'd like it down. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, he's like, I, I have your security deposit check. I'll have that in the mail for, for you tomorrow. I was like, okay. Yeah. He's like, will you take it down after? I'm like, we'll see. As soon oh, as I got it, I put it on private yeah, while waiting yeah. for the check. As soon as I got it, I cashed it and then put it right back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so at that same exact time, it was actually a year prior, this girl named Christine reached out to me. And she saw the video on YouTube. Yeah. And she said she needed help. She went to um, Brooklyn College's administration. HR. Not HR, like oh. student affairs. Okay. And like Title IX and stuff. Yeah. And they said that they couldn't help her. And she was sexually assaulted by yeah. a janitor Gender. at the dorm. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is serious. And I feel like I really need to do something. Yeah. It's my responsibility now. Yeah. Title IX is uh, the law, the federal law that basically protects students um, from sexual discrimination and harassment in schools. In schools. Is that the clause that... it's? I'm pretty sure it's... Academics is the main emphasis, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, in academics. So, like how do they try setting. to get away with that Title IX? So, Christine's story, like... Um, she told me about it. We met and stuff, mm. and I tried to get her in touch with the right people, and yeah. school wasn't doing it. And they're they're saying that because the residence hall is a privately owned building, it's yeah. not owned by Brooklyn College at all. Yeah. It's just under that guise, and that's how everyone got tricked into going in. Yeah, because it's a private building. Title IX has no jurisdiction over private employees. Wow. So let's say a student sexually assaulted a student in the dorm. Okay, Title IX could do something. Oh, because it's... it's but it was the janitor who's yeah. not employed by CUNY or yeah. the school or anything like that. He's a private employee. That's crazy because, like, Brooklyn College made it seem like... Yeah. The resident... Banners were everywhere. It's like the, the first thing you see is a banner of, you know, dorm here, Brooklyn You found a college. home. Yeah, you, f you found a home. You That's, found a home. Is that the title? Of That's the title of the film. Um, so it's like... Yeah, you look into it, it's like, yeah, this has to be the only dorm place. Because Brooklyn, Brooklyn College is, is in Brooklyn, obviously. And it's the, there's no, I don't think there's enough real estate to afford like a dorming system. Because, you know, you're in the middle of Brooklyn. It's, it's kind of hard. The, the campus is beautiful enough. But like, you know, setting that up might be just, because most of the people there commute. So doing some digging. Yeah. We foiled the contract, like we got the Freedom of Information Act. We yeah, got yeah, the contract yeah. between the school and the dorm because all we're hearing from the vice president of student affairs yeah. and every other person who tried to talk to at the school, like, oh, our hands are tied. We're in a contract with this dorm. It ends in 2020. Yeah. I want to see this contract. How did you get the uh, the Freedom Act? Or, so that? you just email, we emailed the school lawyer, Tony mm -hmm. Thomas, and we're yeah. like, hey, can we see this contract? Yeah. He's like, all right. So oh, that, that process was that easy? Simple, yeah. Okay. I it's thought you had right. to go to court. You know, no, you didn't have to go to court. You just yeah. asked him for it, and he sent it to us. It's three pages. Okay. Wow. It's a three-page contract. That's crazy. And Super shallow. <laughs> and literally, it 
was signed in 2007 and it yeah. would go into effect when the building was in operation in 2010. Yeah. So they broke ground in 2007, started, they opened in 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we did some more digging and realized that there were some conflicts of interest between the former VP of finance administration at the yeah. school and the owners of the residence hall, yeah. the new Brooklyn Development Company. What, what was the conflict? They're probably buddies or something like that. I mean, oh, I, no wow. one's talking, so I can't really find yeah. out for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's, that's a good assumption. Yeah, so, I mean, the contract... Literally nothing protects Brooklyn College. Nothing is in favor of yeah. Brooklyn College. It's all in favor of the residence hall. That's crazy. And um, three pages. So, like, I mean, I had lawyers look at it. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Is, yeah, they, someone School just made it up just, just for, like, the yeah. benefit of the residence hall. And there's a 25-year addendum in, in the clause. I don't think they're going to renew it. That's at least what they told me. Yeah. That Brooklyn College can't build a dorm or recommend wow. students to another dorm for 25 years was it in the contract it's in the contract but i don't think they're going to follow through because i don't think there's any legal ground yeah yeah that's crazy Wild. so in like t until 2035 or something like that yeah. yeah but like i feel like at that point i mean hopefully i don't want to you know have like bad intentions but like that that place is not they're not a good place for That's people to stay in. Sorry. It's, it's like, French. yeah, it's literally just an excuse to get a lot of money from students mm -hmm. because it's convenient. And, and it's tiny. Like, I mean, they they provide, like, other f facilities, like, you know, laundry and stuff. But, like, oh, that it's mold in the yeah, laundry machines like, and stuff like that. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not, like, the staff was not helpful. They're predatory. Yeah. Like, some of them are just there to suck up so they could stay there for for yeah. free or for cheap but so in the process of uh making that doc you know did you have any intentions going into it um like what was your plan just, just to show it, the story i found it ironic that michelle anderson who's the school president is yeah. a famous um rape law scholar like she was dean of wow. cuny law wow, wow wow she was on capitol hill testifying against kavanaugh like yeah. saying like hey we need to investigate oh yeah him. i remember that so i just found it ironic at the same exact time all the kavanaugh stuff is going on yeah a girl was sexually assaulted right at her at her campus under her watch yeah and she's saying that there's a contract i didn't get much out of her and i think she's a lovely lady and maybe a good yeah, intention yeah, yeah. it's just bureaucracy but yeah when you're the face of something, you have to. Yeah. You're the spokesperson. You know what I mean. You need yeah. to make it right. Yeah, and I feel like it's more. It's also the reputation that's just trying to protect. Exactly from from that film. But you went into it. You you told her her story, mm -hmm. and um, and you shared it to all like the Brooklyn stuff, and you know it, it got a big reaction. And like, For what sure. what did you, what what did you feel, or like, how did you take it when? all this stuff is actually started buzzing around the, the campus. Um, Did you ask for more help? It's like, oh, guys. Like so I worked with um, Zainab, who's, she was the editor-in-chief at the Excelsior, which was the school mm -hmm. newspaper oh, last yeah, year. Oh, yeah, I and saw that. And she's an amazing journalist. Yeah. And she was, I, I gave her associate producer credit because she was doing a lot of the research. Was and she there in the festival? She was at Doc NYC. She didn't come okay. Um, okay. to the Brooklyn College Film yeah. Festival, but she was a big part of this. Mm. Did a lot of research, made connections, and yeah. meetings, set up meetings for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then she wrote an article about you. Was she wrote correct? an article, yeah, about 
the situation and yeah. what I was doing and about Christine and her yeah. story. And that's when pressure started, you know, coming and we got an angry email from the residence hall. Oh, was it from the guy in From Israel? the guy that was calling me, yeah. Wow. The guy in Israel. And he's like, I was the editor-in-chief of the biggest economic newspaper in Israel, oh blah, blah, blah. That, that's a, that's almost like blackmailing threat. Yeah, he just thought, because we, we were kids, that yeah, he could yeah, push yeah. us around. And I mean, yeah. I'm what, down to What were your actions? Off. I was laughing. That. I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude. I wrote an op-ed um, and just, you know, like said, like, you're not going to shut us up. Yeah. And actually, it's crazy because after that article came out, two other girls emailed me with their own stories. Oh, my one gosh. was by the same guy. Holy crap! So were they in this? Were they in the dock as well? They didn't want to be in it. Okay, but yeah, we, but we told the their evidence story. was strong enough that it's this. It, guy. it confirmed everything for us. Yeah. If multiple people are coming forward, then yeah yeah, 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 for sure. So how did you? Did the attacks? I mean, did the threats become became stronger from? Yeah. For so by the time it came to like April, yeah, um, they're still focused. They were more worried about the mold issue. The the video I had on YouTube already. Really, that's they're more concerned about that than the one I was working on. I don't know if they knew I was working on it or what. Yeah. but I haven't heard anything since about yeah, the yeah, yeah. current one. But they were worried about this, and they put a fake copyright claim out. What they put a copyright claim out saying that, and Google took it down off of YouTube for a month, and it was. Um, yeah. coincidentally, the same month that usually people start committing to colleges and signing contracts. Oh for my gosh, that's so crazy. I was fighting it. Like August, right? Yeah. Well, no, this was like April and May. So like okay. when people start yeah, committing. When, yeah. yeah. So I fought it and it got back up around May and I just let the guy know. I'm like, I went to VLA actually. I signed up for What's volunteer, VLA? volunteer Lawyers with Arts. Oh, nice. So I met with them and they're like, yeah. This is they can't do yeah. anything. This is not copyright infringement or anything like so that. So how did you fix the copyright infringement? You just I just appealed it? it to Google. Okay. Yeah, and it took a month for them to fix it, yeah. but it's back up. So it went back up in August. It went back up in like May or June. May. So May. It, the people were still kind of like in the process of going Hopefully, to the dorms. I, I love getting messages saying like, "Hey, thank you for this." Like yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. it. Or, it sucks when I see someone. I wish I saw this, which was Christine's case. Oh no. Yeah. So, I mean. I feel like now, is there less people? Uh, do you still get those messages? Not really anymore because I know that they're hurting. I know there's not yeah. a lot of people in there right now. And I, I'm hearing, we're still hearing stories where like that there's flooding issues and that I yeah. think the whole eighth floor got quarantined. Oh my God. Yeah, for like mold and stuff. And oh my there's gosh. a lot of flooding and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's falling apart. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. just give it time. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so during the festival, was there like, uh, did you see any future in pursuing this, uh, you know, the downfall of it? Or was it, you just left it alone? It's like, all right, they're going to, by the time I, I got enough the, damage. By the time I got the cut in for um, the festival, it was due May 1st. Yeah. So I think the day before we found out that um, Brooklyn College is committing to taking the banners down. So they took the banners down around campus, which was great. Cause yeah. That's the reason I was there. It's the reason Me that too. you were there. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, and then they're like, we got a commitment from Michelle Anderson at a town hall saying that we're not going to be renewing the contract next year. Wow. Which was dope. So yeah. I put that at the end of the film and that was the resolution. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. That was got a big cheer at the end of the film festival. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where like, it's, 
like the the Brooklyn College Film Festival is mostly for arts, but having something that actually made change is very rare. Yeah. And I think in in the past five, six years that I've been going to the festival, that was the first one that actually made a change. Because mm-hmm. usually docs are just observation observational docs that just yeah. follow people and they're interesting. But um yeah, this was the first one that like made an impact. So I love expose stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Give it up for Chris. Thank you. Thank you. But are you still gonna pursue this documentary or do you have any leads in your next one? I mean you don't have to, you know, disclose it. My next project, not about the residence hall, we're done there. Yeah. Um I am interested in the whole issue of human trafficking oh, in Hudson you, Valley. You you did a tweet? Did you I do tweeted a tweet the other day? That? Yeah, I started my research, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what what's your next step onto that? Are you going to Hudson I'm finding lead. I'm, I mean, I live there, so oh, I'm hearing yeah. stories that are really close to yeah, home. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Like five minutes away from me, close. Jeez. So I want to do some digging on that and figure it out. I mean, that's that's a little dangerous because now you're dealing with a big, we'll you know see, what I mean? We'll get some security. I mean, I hell, guess. I don't know. This is a, if if anything happens, yeah. that's, this is what Chris they is doing right now. I didn't kill myself. Hell no. Yeah. No, <laughs> you gotta say it. you never know. You it's know the meme, bro. Yeah, the memes to everyone on that. Um, all right, well, uh, we're gonna take a break. You know that that got really intense. When we come back, we're gonna do some Christmas <laughs> tradition. Love Christmas. Scrapes. We'll be right back, guys. Welcome back, guys. And uh, before we went on break, I told about the grapes. So um, usually in a Spanish uh, culture, right, um, we usually, they usually, I mean, I say we now because I'm part of, so I'm going to be part of this the Spanish uh, family. But um, Great family to be part of. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. The food's great. The food's great. <laughs> um, but they eat 12 grapes and... They do, every time they eat a grape, it's one wish. But on this show, right now, since, since we're trying to be helpful, um, we're going to eat one grape, uh, you know, we're going to alternate, and we're going to give one lesson, or something we learned, or, you know, an advice. Okay. You want me to go first? You can go first. All right. Here we go. As I'm slowly trying to think what I'm going to say, I'm going to stall putting this you grape in my mouth. <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> I heard it here I was like right. Advice number one <laughs> Eat breakfast Eat breakfast Don't miss that breakfast bro mm. If you're late Grab a granola bar Grab an apple or something Cause when your body is weak Your brain is weak You'll make more mistakes Alright Hmm surround yourself with successful people hell yeah like like-minded people professionals you know hell yeah because you are the company you keep i know that's something you probably hear your parents say to you yeah through your whole life but it's true for sure hell yeah all right let's oh this is gonna be a crunchy one i feel it i I don't know i see it from here All right, advice number three, 
stay organized with your schedule and have an oversight of what you're going to do now, five minutes from now, a week from now, a month from now. Because the more organized you are, the more control you have in your life, and you, you will feel much better and you'll feel less stressed because you can anticipate any of your upcoming problems. Dude, I'm making I, these on the fly. I, I know. <laughs> hmm. That's the fourth one. You, you're, you're number four. Oh, we're only doing six, like in total? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so no. three and three? No, doing six, six. Oh, okay. Which makes it we, That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I learned this on a shoot with Josh, actually, because you ever have that, like, when you're shooting outside or something, someone's like, oh, what are you shooting? They ask yeah. you the question. My bad. Okay. They ask you what you're shooting. The mm. mayonnaise commercial. Exactly. I learned that. <laughs> Josh was like, just tell me you're shooting a mayo commercial. I was like, what? And he's like, just do it. And I do it, and then they just walk away. It's I'm funny like, wow, cause, cause works I, perfect. I was on a shoot with you guys, and I didn't tell you, but people came up to me and was like, oh, what are you shooting? What shoot? The Mayo commercial. Oh, how nice. Was it Jamelia? Were you there for that? You weren't for there for that, were No, you? I was I was in the one in Comset State Park. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, people, that was fun. Because there's a hell of people there, bro. That, that was day. crazy. But that, it was beautiful. That was a sound nightmare. It was oh, a fun oh, day. Oh it was God. a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's see, let's see. Man, you took it. Your your first advice was hella good. I don't know how to... Sorry. For that. <laughs> oh, I already touched it. It's not going to be as crunchy, though. All right. Mm. Okay, I, sorry. <laughs> I just zoned out. That was, that was man good. All right, advice number five... Is um, don't overexert yourself too much. You're young, we get it, but getting ahead right now is definitely something you know you want to do. But do it safely because if you hurt yourself mentally or physically or with like you know someone's relation, that that can set you back so much further than you think. So just you know, don't exert yourself too much. You know, be patient, and, you know, things will come if you just be consistent every day. Man, that was a good wing. <laughs> Lucy is just going crazy every time. <laughs> um, you're, you're six right now. This is six? Yeah. Oh, halfway there? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Take, it much, uh, take as much advice as you can from mm. people that know more than you. Oh, hell yeah. Whether it's your professors. Yeah. Your colleagues, your parents, I hate to say it. Um, I know. Yeah. Take take advice and use it, you know, if it makes sense yeah. to you, for sure. That's a big that's I a big one. On I learned. One, but it'll, it'll be okay, go ahead. Ooh, look at this fat one, bro. Mm. Yeah, that's like, all right. Oh, I don't hear a crunch, but it's not good. All right. Advice number seven. seven. Advice number seven is I'm piggybacking from what Chris said. Yes, listen to their advice, but listen to it with caution, because um, sometimes people that you know have authority tend to influence people the wrong way at times. Mm, true. So you know, listen to your heart, and it you know if if it sounds wrong for a bit, don't listen to them fully, but Listen to it with intent 
that uh, you can understand what they're saying, with why they're saying it, and with the intentions of saying it. But you know, you don't have to listen to every everything that an authority tells you. Just you know, as long as you have a good heart, and as long as they have a good heart, you know, it's good to listen to them. But always be critical. Always be critical. Hmm. I had to go it's off. Good I'm like, one. damn, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna use what you said. I don't know said. what I'm saying. <laughs> just right now. <laughs> just eat it. <laughs> hmm. You're eight. You're eight. Right. So so long. Put your ego to the side. Yes. Always. Like I don't care who you are. If you're the PA, I Hell mean you yeah. shouldn't have an ego if you're a PA. That's crazy. <laughs> you're gonna get stomped. <laughs> you're gonna deal with people with egos and just put your ego to the side dealing yeah. with them because this industry is all about relationships and who you meet and how you handle yourself and your reputation. And I mean, obviously don't take abuse, don't take yeah, getting exploited or anything. Yeah. That's not something to deal with. But if someone's a jerk, just Okay, just yeah, just do what you got to do. Eat it and, it's all and part know, of it. Yeah, all right. I have to. That was a good one, Neve. That was pretty good. Cool. Came up with that one myself. I was I was gonna say I was gonna add on to it, but I'm like I'm afraid I'm gonna say an advice and not say it while I eat mine. So I, I had to, you have stop. to wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But now I forgot. You're gonna what say it. Gonna say. Oh. <laughs> this is so hard, yo. Yeah, it is. We're like what nine now? Is it nine? Yeah. No, I said eight. No, he's oh. even. I'm odd. Oh. You're odd. You're not odd. I definitely had a good one. I was about to say, but I just was listening to your good advice. Mm. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> advice number nine. We're at nine. Advice number nine is <laughs> take care of your home like you take care of yourself. You, you're going to flourish with environment that you don't have to think about too much. If you take care of yourself and you take care of your home, then what, what your career is going to be is you're going to be organized and it's going to be less stressed knowing that you got your stuff together. Yeah, your home life is crucial. Hell yeah, man. It's huge. Your support system, your living conditions yeah. for I, sure. That too, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was saying. That wasn't even my advice. I was just giving free game out. Yeah. Damn, Stay yo. so you definitely got more advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're damn, 10. I forgot. See that, dude? Uh, like, we're listening to each other. Yeah. Well, hey, it's all good. It's good, but like... Um, yeah, uh, after this, we got one more. Hmm. It's all good, bro. This, uh, uh, think about this film school. Film school. Uh, I would say, like, no... Like, don't be afraid to branch out to what you want to do. Yeah, eat that. <laughs> Film school. Oh, okay. This is not something I learned this year. This is something I learned Hell yeah. three years ago, just being at Brooklyn College. Don't waste your money on a private school. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do not. Like I, I know I too many chills. kids at CUSE, at St. John's. NYU. St. John's was my like dream school, by the way. Like, yeah. I really wanted to go there. My mom, she does mortgages, so she yeah, knows. Yeah. She's like, no, you're not going to be a quarter million in debt out of college. That's, that's true, crazy. That's true. So I'm so thankful. I listened to her advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to Brooklyn College because they have a way better film school. It's more community-based, which is that super helpful. I mean, St. John's and all the other private schools have parties and stuff, but yeah. who cares? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
I'm not going to be in crazy debt when I graduate next yeah, year. So that's lovely. Oh, man. So, yeah, yeah, like any, if you're going to film school, you're going for the network and, you know, to learn. Yeah. And luckily at Broken College, we have some great professors and people that care. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just you're going to network and stuff. Don't worry about, you know, yeah. who went to the school. Yeah. How shiny and new the campus yeah. looks and stuff. Because oh, end of the day, hell yeah. yeah, it's all about. It's getting all about a job how when you're you're, you're going to do with that education, not yep. what the school's going to do for you. Mm-hmm. Did I just make an advice? Yeah. All right. 11, right? 11. Advice 11. Don't rely on school to learn things. Go out, especially in film school, you're going to learn 90% of what you need to do in life outside of school. You use school just just to refresh and to reflect what you're doing outside of life, but it's what you do after school that really is going to matter. It's that extra project that you do at the end of the day. It's that extra audio that you're going to mix. It's the extra audition that you're going to do. It's an extra project that you're not going to sleep for three days for. I mean, I know I just said take care of yourself, but you know, it's the extra step after school. School doesn't make a person. The person uses a school to make themselves. Okay. I don't even know what that made sense. That last one, I just winged it. I was like, I, it sounds good. <laughs> Yo, number 12. This is it. Um, yeah. Like, I'm going to piggyback off this one. Hell just yeah. Don't rely on school for being your only source of projects. Mm. If you, I know, I know you have SoundCloud rapper friends. Hell yeah, I know you do. So shoot their music videos bro. for free if you need to build up your reel at first. Mm. You know, for lunch, whatever. Just shoot your friends' music videos because you never know. Yeah, where they'll take you. And I mean, that's my biggest practice. Yeah. All right. I, think I shoot like forty a year. Hell yeah. So Damn, bro. Something like that. So I mean, you know, it's a lot of projects, just Hell a lot yeah. of cuts, a lot of editing. So. Damn, you do it all, bro. It's yeah. weird because they, <laughs> in in school. All right, guys, that was the twelve one. So mm-hmm. uh, that's it. I want another one because it was yeah. Go for it. The Mac, go. Yeah, oh, hell mm-hmm. yeah. But um, in in film school, when I took editing class, they're like, yeah. The people who actually do docs are mostly. He said in a phrase that was like kind of funny. It's like a predator. Yeah, a yeah, producer, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. You're a producer and an editor. Yep. So. I mean, doc is hard, but like, I mean, I'm going to let Chris talk more about it, but it's the passion and it's the, the purpose of a doc that makes it more fulfilling. For sure. But like what, so from, from your, from your doc and your music experience, music video experience, like, like did you learn more about people in general? Cause I feel like a doc is just a people learning experience it's all about perspective yeah even even with your mu- music video whether you're leg- whether you're looking at it legally or doing the shoot or doing post like what's the one thing that you know you learned f- about people yeah so i mean shooting hip-hop videos yeah. and you know dealing with stuff there's another culture with that yeah it is a culture yeah. and i mean i'm thankful to be part of it um like i'm from Munderwood Berry. yeah you know, Hell it's a yeah. suburbs, affluent, Repping you know, it. majority white. Yeah. And I never had to experience losing a friend to gun violence oh, or yeah. drugs. Yeah. I mean, drugs, you know, we know a few people like that's yeah. more common in suburbs and stuff. But yeah, 
like I worked at Nike for three years and made a lot of friends from Newburgh. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where I got m- majority of my clientele yeah, in Newburgh yeah, yeah. from shooting all the videos. Yeah. And I'm hearing stories from them like, oh yeah, I lost a friend last year to gun Damn. violence. And like, it put a perspective in me like, yo, like I live 15, 20 miles away from that. Yeah. And I'm in this privileged little bubble. Yeah. Where we got a lot of kids that are Trump supporters that love rap music. Yeah. And that's just like confusing to me. It's weird. Like, yeah. And that just pisses me off. So I always wanted to like look at these stories and tell stories like for the people that don't have a voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to be a voice for the voiceless. Like, yeah. That's like always something I've wanted to do. But I know it's cool, but man, it's dangerous, bro. Like, I, I, do you know? It's not as bad as yeah? you think it is now. Okay. It's not. Newburgh is not as, it's not the sixth borough anymore. It's no, not, it's I'm not, not the murder Newburgh, capital. I'm just saying, like, yeah. in general, it's, what, in the future when you're going into these. It's, it's I, sketchy. Yeah. In Toronto, <laughs> I shot in Toronto last year and I was broke. I just wanted to shoot music videos. I, yeah. Like I went out there for the sole purpose of expanding my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just cold DMing every <laughs> <laughs> hip hop artist in Toronto. I love their sound. And I was like, yo, that'd be so dope yeah, to shoot yeah, in yeah. Canada. Just shoot internationally. That's crazy. So I, I hit up one dude and he answers and he actually is kind of popping, like has yeah, like a yeah, yeah. couple hundred thousand views in all of his videos. Damn. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, come to the Rex. I'm like, where's the Rex? Oh. He's like, Rexdale. I'm like, all right. So I go up to my <laughs> friends. It's like, yo, let's go to Rexdale. We pull up and it's like the projects of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cool, luckily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. could have easily got jumped yeah, and yeah, st- yeah. all of our gear stolen. But I mean, oh, luckily yeah, they were really yeah, nice yeah. guys. Yeah. I only had my camera and my Ronin and stuff, but like, yeah. you know, that was my gear at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I feel like the the people you were, you know, videotaping were respected. So yeah, you were, to a point. Yeah, 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 they're they're cool. They're really nice guys. They're established in the industry too. Like one of oh, the dudes okay. assigned to Def Jam and like Damn. associated Damn. with some yeah. of Drake's guys yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm not even gonna say his name. But Don't. if you find his video on it, on my Instagram, uh, we released it recently. He's on the run right now for first degree murder. Oh, oh <laughs> so my gosh. yeah, it's 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 not hilarious because someone lost their life. But it's dark. Cube. It's wild. It's, it's wild. It's hip hop. That's crazy. It's part of the culture, I guess. Yeah. You didn't see that in him? No, I didn't expect it at all. And I, I was feel like, like you can't see that. No, they're, he was a really just, nice guy. Yeah. He was a really nice guy. I was surprised. Push to the edge, I guess anyone can Yeah. It could have I don't know what happened, you know what I mean? But <laughs> obviously the media is gonna paint him as a, yeah. a cold hearted killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the vibe I got from him. Yeah. Damn. All right, let's crazy. let's go. <laughs> yes. I'm, my life's crazy, man. I know, it's, but it's fun. Like it's, it's wild, but like it's something that makes life meaningful for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Doc, yeah, it's crazy, but you know, you help a lot of people find the perspective that you 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 made the risk mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. So in a way, we thank Chris for taking the risks for us. But don't be don't be dumb. Oh no, up there, man. Never. We love you. Love you too, bro. All right. Oh, that was adorable. So we're going. I need, that. Right. I need that for my Instagram. Hell yeah. So um, we're. <laughs> Going to a lighter mood now. Oh. So, um, yeah, well, uh, now we're going to talk about your experiences with internship and your film, like, you know, adventures. So, anything recent so far? Um, I mean, earlier this year, I got some really cool opportunity. Um, yeah. Through my, you know, Ray Rodriguez? Yeah. You know Ray? Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he was connected with a production company, LPZ Media. Yeah. Shout out to the Lopez Brothers. And they have a partnership with HBO Inspires. Wow. So they needed a college-aged basketball fan, preferably for the Nets. That's you, bro. Yeah, it's cool, <laughs> you know? 
and because I was a diehard Nets fan, like yeah, high yeah, school yeah. time. I'm you, more yeah. so of a LeBron I've fan now. I've only seen you jerseys with like Nets every. Oh, yeah, time. and LeBron. You know, I'm yeah, a big yeah. LeBron fan. Hell but yeah. like high school, like when I started my video stuff and I was shooting the high school basketball team, yeah. I was a diehard Nets fan. Like I'd be wearing a Nets jersey and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Brooklyn, still do. like yeah, no, I still do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is courtesy of the trip. So oh, I'm getting hell to that. Yeah. Um, so they had this opportunity where I would go document my experience yeah. at the game at Barclays Center against the Charlotte Hornets and then jump wow. on the private jet that same night to go to Miami the next day. Holy crap. They put me in the Four Seasons Hotel. Four Seasons? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh. Wait, so you were the main subject of that doc? It was a participatory, like, yeah. Casey Neistat vlog kind of thing. Yeah. It was cringy for me because I never... Oh, so you had to talk in front of the camera? Like, had to, it was something. all iPhone, too. So I had to like, yeah, couldn't yeah, shoot yeah. on my camera. It was all iPhone. They didn't, and NBA super strict about shooting players. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I couldn't have like my legit camera with me. Yeah. No, so, but still, bro, you got spoiled cool. for. <laughs> so I got I got an HBO Nets credit, which was like a dream come true because that was oh like, one of my gosh. first dreams was to shoot for the Nets or something like that. So that was part of the, they show that in HBO. It wasn't on HBO, like. LPZ has like, a film festival. It's sponsored by HBO. So oh, like, you know, okay. And I made like connects with like some HBO yeah. execs. That but it was like, for the Nets the that you did. Yeah, it was a partnership with like so Barclays and the Nets. You're practically in the team. Essentially, I felt like it. Like, yeah. bro, I ate the best steak of my life on a private jet. What? It was crazy. Was it a small jet? It was a Delta like um, charter jet. It was big. Oh, it was it's sick. big. Like, every, all the seats were like first class. Holy it was crap. legit. So how'd you get your shorts? Huh? You said you you got you got your your pants curtsy. Oh yeah, they they it. bought me like you know pants and a jersey and oh, hats and yeah. like they bought me they because I, I was like you know last time I had a lot of Nets gear was like ninth grade tenth yeah, grade yeah yeah so they they decked it out for me yeah. like all the new stuff and yeah well, that's dope. it was cool that's dope yeah um so you t- we were talking before the podcast you've had experiences with being on set on a union set. Right. I've had I've had guests before that was on on union sets, but they were more in, in the you know the electrical standpoint. Right. But um, we were talking before you were a PA. Mm-hmm. How was that experience like? And it's not what's your glamorous advice? at all. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It yeah. definitely could pay the bills, and it could lead to a very lucrative career. Yeah. For sure, if you're getting to the union with whatever yeah. union you want to get into, but. Um. I think the way that the studio structure is set up now, mm. hopefully I don't get blacklisted for this. Nah, dude. Uh, the, the way the studio structure the is set up, though. yeah. Um, it's very just pump out content, mm. content, content, yeah. especially with all the streaming platforms. We got Netflix, yeah. Disney Plus, Apple, yeah, Amazon. Oh my God, it's good for us, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Disney Plus is like making a a big scene right now. Yeah, but um, yeah, all these studios right now are just pumping out just content, and it's good for. It's good for the people um, like me that work in rental house because, you know, we get good money. And it's good for the audience that are getting it. But I feel like the, the, the quality of the content is Less, not, yeah, yeah is like kind of suffers because it, it's, it's more of pumping things out than making something valuable that's very thought out. Yeah. And that's why I like documentaries better currently. Yeah. And music videos too because music videos, like, you know, you could – on a really low it's budget. very experimental can, and experimental. you can make a big thing out of a small budget exactly. and stuff i never like, really got into like watching music videos fun. i love that's like my favorite thing to do yeah. just on the side just watch stuff and see because i i've gaffed one one music video but i don't know 
It's it's there's the range is so crazy. You go from like a simple story base to like the flashiest one with crazy lights and stuff. And um yeah, but with Doc, bro, like I, I've never really get... actually there was one doc that like I saw back then. It was uh it was more like it's not breaking Amish, but it was like a, a people like breaking out from the Hasidic community and their life was just like horrible after that. Yeah. But you know crazy stuff like that it's really cool like yeah yeah it's impactful but like you know maybe y- you could share like any uh, like good docs that came out recently i remember free solo was the last one that i've seen that was just like mind-blowing 13th is cool ava duvernay ava duvernay ava duvernay yeah. it's like about the criminal justice system yeah the 13th amendment and stuff oh. so that was like really cool yeah and um damn docs like Watching docs and doing docs. It makes you, things. like, excited about life in a way that... Not excited about life, because sometimes it's, like, the opposite. Yeah. But more just, like, as a as a filmmaker, more to get into it. My favorite doc of all time is the For Your Eyes Only doc by J. Cole and Scott Laser. Never seen so that. So it was by HBO. Yeah. Um, and basically, they did, like, a documentary where J. Cole went through the Midwest yeah. and would interview people in the inner cities wow and to transition between scenes he would use a music video from his project was heavily like inspired and influenced on like the the mid the midwest inner city experience like ferguson so he was in ferguson interviewing mike brown's cousin and old lady really when did this come out 2016 yeah wow so that was super impactful for me and like that's a fusion of music videos and documentary and just social justice so it's everything I love and oh, want to do. You are the future of yeah, Doc, so, Chris. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's trying to be humble. Yeah. But uh, it's yeah, not working. Yeah. That's it's, a cool doc. I like that one. Yeah. But um, any other experiences that from from a film set? Um, It wasn't, it's not a union set. It's more corporate, but um, the yeah. music. But uh, been shooting a lot of stuff for Tidal over yeah. the past, um, Explain like over the summer. What what Tidal is. Tidal is Jay-Z what? streaming company um, for mm. music. Yeah. So they uh, produce a lot of podcasts and content in that aspect. So um, yeah. Elliot Wilson is like the former editor-in-chief of XXL. Now he's like the, I forgot his position. He just got promoted a title, so he's big at title now. Oh, man. And he has his own podcast called Rap Radar. Yeah. Where him and BDOT interview hip-hop's biggest stars. So yeah. like my first gig I ever had with Rap Radar was Meg Thee Stallion. She's, you were there. Uh, yeah, I shot an interview with Meg Thee Stallion, which was super cool. Well, you talked to her. No, I didn't talk to her. I shot it. I was one of the cameras. Oh, friends. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah, how long has that been going on? So, um, and what's I, your like projecting like after? Josh know, brought me on to my first like he brought me on to a Live Nation. That's like the big promotion company. Yeah. that does a lot of like music and stuff for concerts and stuff. They have like a series once to watch, and I did a f- two interviews for that, and like in May. And yeah. then he brought me on to the Rap Radar stuff starting yeah. in June and July. Yeah. And then he also brought me on a car test with Ari Lennox, who's like one of my favorite singers on Dream. Damn, Day. bro. You're you're like getting to you like your inspirations, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like having I was just sitting like in the back of a minivan, like yeah. as the chase car, like shooting a sixty eight Mustang while Ari Lennox is doing our interview in the car. Cause like they Holy basically crap. it's car test. They listen to yeah, their album yeah. driving around the city and we were Washington DC. Yeah. So that was cool. Damn, so you do all these like free like more like freelancing gigs, but yeah, it's is, yeah. is there like um 
a way, are you planning to be more consistent with a lot of these projects? Or is it more like, oh, we need you, and then you get called on? They're pretty consistent. So, like, I know that they're renewing a new season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're, I missed a bunch this semester, unfortunately, because of school. So I was upset. Oh, but so I missed, they, like, the baby they offered and stuff. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm always part of that crew, luckily. Oh, so Josh always brings me on because he knows yeah. I love it. Josh from Perez. The, oh, the guy that, sh- that shot your thesis? Bro, yeah, me and Jose's thesis. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, next semester you're going to be, I feel like, like, with, like, after you graduate, you're just going to go straight into the, the music video industry. Yeah. I mean, is that, is I that think what you think you're doing? For the year after school, I want to, like, because I work for also the All-American High School Film Festival, which gives oh, wow. back because I was part of that in high school. Yeah. And I'm going to be probably going on as a production coordinator for that. Holy crap. And just that'll be for like the next coming year. Yeah. And then in the meantime, I'll also be freelancing doing Yeah, because like I thought you were going to travel like hell I want to travel too, for like, sure. Like for, for shoots and stuff. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, definitely LA in January. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever thought about making a doc internationally or yeah. are, you, are you? I have f- plans. Yeah? Yeah. Because I feel like that's so much harder than being in the U.S. Because it's it's like a lot of planning. And you and fixers. Then, yeah. And then yeah. You're, you're there for vacation, but you're also there for work. Mm-hmm. But is there any other like country or like any subject that you think you might be interested on doing a doc? The occupation in the dynamic between Palestine and Israel. That's a some oh, heavy that's stuff. Huge, I just keep going into some heavy stuff. So that yeah. Oh. That is, uh, I want to wait a thousand little bit for year that. War. <laughs> yeah, I want to wait a little bit for that one, but yeah, that's something I've been thinking about for a yeah. while. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people that want to get into that. Maybe you can like collaborate, but what's your plans for next year? Because 2019, well, talk Oof. about your progression in 2018 19. All right, so 2018, the big thing, I was working at Nike, like I said earlier. Yeah. And I went to Miami, so that was like my first like trip. Like oh, for like a music yourself video. So for a like gig. my boy two thirty two brought me out to Miami and his team. Yeah. We went to Miami and shot a music video out there. And I had like an epiphany. I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. Damn. Two thousand eight. Nike was holding me back. I love everyone I met at Nike. The experience was great, but yeah. three years too long and I just need to get out of there. Oh, you worked there for three years? Yeah, two two and ten months, I think. Oh yeah, it, was, my God. it was a while. Yeah, and I had to take off from Nike, blah blah blah. Oh, wow. It's annoying. So, yeah. like, they're really, like, you know, obviously, the needs of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not Nike. Yeah, yeah, Nike's yeah. a $50 billion company, yeah. so I needed to get out of there. And then a few weeks later, I get, I was inquiring about an internship with Dreamville, wow. which is J. Cole's label. Yeah. And my friend at the time from Newburgh actually was opening for one of Cole's artists for his concert, so he yeah. wanted to bring me along, so... I was able to work my way in to shoot for Kaz, who's one of my That's favorite artists crazy, with Cole. bro. So I went, shot the New York show. Yeah. And then traveled to D.C. the next day, shot that show. Yeah. Made connects. Like, I made friends with, like, like one of my yeah, favorite rappers. Yeah, you're good at connecting. Yeah, which like, was yeah. cool. And then I realized, like, celebrities are not really, they're just regular people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you yeah. know, they, they eat, they poop, they smell. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. So mad cool people. Then, you know, I just started freelancing, doing music videos more and more, yeah. upping that up, and then went straight into 2019. Didn't take a break or anything, because yeah. why take a break, and here Hell we are. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. Crazy, like, you know, with your thesis film, two films out right now on, you know, from Brooklyn College, and uh, yeah, and recently you've started purchasing 
some gear for yeah for your future yeah i just i was really interested in the the black magic pocket camera so i copped that the other day yeah so now chris got like a a rig out for better music video content for sure you guys are curious or you want inquiries hit uh, me up check his website yeah yeah but uh yeah man any any other thing any other crazy experience you want to have or you've had or any ideas um or any like help you need from people for your future research i'm always open to connect and network you know hell yeah but uh in terms i I just been going with the flow because usually the opportunities just come out of nowhere that's been working for me humble guy right there yeah he hustled for it and his personality (laughs) shone through this guy it's crazy no, I'm just repping you no, for no, who you I, are. No, no, I know you are. I appreciate it. Because, you know, you know, this podcast is more for showing people, you know, like giving them a sense of what can be done and being inspired. And right now, you know, very inspirational story from from Chris. Like oh, going from, from, I mean, I knew you like before when you had no idea like how lighting was oh, I had no, I'd, I'd be asking Neve questions for like and hours like, on bro, text messages. why'd you put that bro it's like oh i just did this and now chris is like going like dping like music videos yeah. this is just a start i think for sure i think this is not even one percent of what he's gonna do but um appreciate yeah, that guys. yeah so if you have any other inquiries about chris omar just check out his website follow me on instagram hell co. yeah instagram, visuals, twitter co visuals co on visuals uh facebook not really right it's just i your, got a page on there yeah yeah co visuals and then you, you got a youtube page uh i do but i don't really use it like See, that it's you, co visuals but i got vimeo you gotta work on that oh yeah. i like vimeo Vi- better. is more professional vimeo, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. more professional but my uh, website check, all my work's on my website yeah I, everything's on this website yeah. So if you guys ever need music video stuff or like any inquiries of, of Doc, like he yeah. said, he's open to anything. For sure. If you got any leads or stories, I'll do it. It's the future of Doc it's filmmaking right people. here. First on Broccoli Soup Cafe. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Of course, man. That was cool. All right. Never had a podcast before. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Peace out, guys. Oh, man. Christmas. That's good.